0: Welcome to House of Cards, Dave out with you here, deep from the swamps of Jersey. We got a great show coming up for you. It's been a busy couple of weeks in the gambling world. Some incredible things are happening in the casino and sports betting industries in Illinois. Nationally, the numbers for the first quarter of 2022 are incredible, and a pretty influential person in the sports betting industry said some interesting things about the business recently. And there's even a new golf tournament that you may or may not be able to bet on. We're going to talk all about these topics with our guest this week. You've read his work on usbets.com, Sports Handle, and some of the other great sites from better collective and of course you heard him here on this show before when we come back we're talking with chris altruda who's going to fill us in on what's going on in the gambling world so stick around we'll be right back with house of cards It's getting warmer outside and the action is really starting to heat up on the tables at Party Poker in New Jersey. Sign up with code EXIT7A and take advantage of Party Poker's new sign up offer of $25 free plus a first deposit match up to $600 and start playing poker online today. Daily tournaments, cash games, sit and goes. The Party Poker US network offers players an opportunity to participate in their favorite poker tournaments online every day all day. And don't forget about their Sunday tournament featuring $35,000 in guaranteed prize money. So head on over to nj. Partypoker.com and sign up today with our promo code EXIT7A. New customers get $25 free when registering, plus you also get a first deposit match up to $600. That's code EXIT7A to get your $25 free when registering and your first deposit match up to $600. The cards are in the air at PartyPoker.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 and over and located in New Jersey. New patrons only. Gambling problem call 1 800 gambler Get on over to usbets.com. That's usbets.com. You're listening to
1: House of Cards. I'm talking sick piles of money. I'm talking lay on your bed in your Vegas room, throw the money in the air, and dance as it showers down on you money. I'm talking frosted glass limo money. I'm talking big cowboy hat, silver, turquoise buckle money. I'm talking gambling. I am in love
3: with you.
0: Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weisshuttle with you. Lots happening in the gambling world. The gambling market in Illinois is heating up. Some huge national numbers were just released, and a pretty important guy in the sports betting business said some interesting things about the industry. And when we want to get the latest, we talk to the reporters from Better Collective. And on the line, we have a great reporter that we've had several times on the show from usbets.com and sports handle Chris Altruda is with us. Chris, thanks for coming back on.
3: Hey, Dave. Always appreciate you having me on.
0: Yeah, I was telling you off air, I always like having you on the show because in my opinion, you live in the most interesting gaming market in the country and that's Chicago, Illinois. I guess the big news stories coming out of Illinois is Bally's and their downtown casino project. We'll certainly get to the other projects in Illinois, especially the Wind Creek project. But I want to ask you about Bally's first, because that's the story people outside of Illinois are hearing the most about. Now, what's the latest? Now they have the downtown casino license. Where are they right now in terms of development? Is there a temporary casino ready to go up? What are the plans for Bally's moving forward?
3: Okay, so they don't have the license yet. What
0: the okay. city council did
3: was approve them as the applicant they will present to the Illinois Gaming Board okay. for the downtown casino license. Okay. So there are still a few hurdles left to overcome. All right. We're not exactly sure what kind of timetable the gaming board's going to have, although it would not be surprising if the city politely asked them to expedite the process. Okay. Because the goal is to have the temporary casino at Medina Temple up and running by the second quarter of next year, which would give the gaming board approximately nine months. All right. When that application the application will likely come in it's not going to come in this week because they do meet on Thursday, but the expectation is it would probably come in the next week because by then the host community agreement between Bally's and the cities will be signed and taken care of. And the big thing with that was Bally's is providing a forty million dollar one time payment. To the city as part of the sweetener that is supposed to go into the fiscal budget of next year.
0: In terms of the bidding process for the downtown casino license, is it a little surprising that Rush Street didn't really get the nod initially from everyone? I mean, it seems like they have a huge presence in the state of Illinois. Is a little surprising that Bally's is really the front runner here.
3: Well, Bally's is the applicant. Unless something disastrous happens, Bally's is going to open a casino in downtown Chicago. Rush Street was surprising in the sense that my personal opinion was I thought it was the boldest of the five. I mean, Bally's and Rush Street each had two proposals. The ones that the city nixed were both near McCormick Place, which is another subject we we can breach into at some point. But I thought that the Rush Street project that was one of the three finalists was the boldest one in the sense you had a chance to create an entirely new neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And to do something like that in the third largest city in the country is something that, you know, Mayor Lightfoot talked about, you know, the casino being a -a once-in-a-generation project. Creating a new neighborhood sounds even more so. And I thought that that would sway enough people to be on board with that one. That said, I understand the city's concerns about the downtown city casino having some of its revenue cannibalized by rivers in Des Plaines, which is just outside of O'Hare airport, which is less than 30 miles away from where this project was, where Rushry proposed its location for downtown. Okay. And I think having Bally's have a clean, radius in terms of their nearest market i mean they, they do operate a casino in illinois but it's in quad cities by the iowa border okay they do operate in indiana but it's in evansville which is nowhere near chicago so there's nothing there for them where they're drawing against themselves and i think that mattered to the city in this instance
0: well you mentioned location where is bally's planning to have their casino where is the property located within the city
3: Okay, so the permanent casino is in the neighborhood that's called River West. For me, it's a four-train stop travel on the blue line, and it is going to be built at the Tribune Publishing Plant where the Chicago Tribune used to be published. Originally, they were going to put the temporary venue there and the permanent venue there, but the Chicago Department of Transportation put out their construction schedule for next year And the Chicago Avenue Bridge is one of the projects they're going to work on, which made access to the Tribune Publishing Plant far more difficult than it would be originally, not that it would be easy, because city traffic is city traffic. Mm -hmm. So they moved the temporary venue to Medina Temple in River North, which is approximately a mile and a half away, but also in a different ward, which created its own different set of aldermanic political issues. (laughs) but the, but that building is all, was also vacant the issue mainly came in terms of the timing of the logistics because no one knew maji temple was on the short list to be a temporary venue until the mayor's office announced ballys was the finalist which set off a, a little a small firestorm among city politicians
0: stick around we'll be right back with more house of cards Get ready, Pennsylvania, to take the best poker games with you on the go anywhere in Pennsylvania with the World Series of Poker Real Money Online Poker App. For over 50 years, the World Series of Poker has been the most trusted name in poker. Now it's your chance to win WSOP circuit rings and WSOP bracelets from anywhere in the Commonwealth. And WSOP.com has a great new sign-up offer for its Pennsylvania players. Download the app or go to WSOP.com and sign up using our bonus code CARDS21. You'll get $25 in free play just for signing up. Get another $25 with your first deposit. That's $50 free play just by signing up and depositing with WSOP.com. And don't forget to use our code CARDS21 at registration. Become a poker champion with an authentic WSOP experience right from the comfort of your own home or anywhere in the Keystone State. Download the WSOP app or go to WSOP.com and sign up today. The cards are in the air at WSOP.com. Must be 21 years or older. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER House of Cards is brought to you by BetMGM Casino. Play your favorite casino games at BetMGM Online Casino. Slots, table games, live dealer games, everything you love about Atlantic City and Vegas all online at BetMGM. Go to BetMGM Casino, create an account using our promo code Turnpike, and become a verified player. New players get $25 free when signing up, plus a first deposit bonus up to $1,000. That's promo code Turnpike at BetMGM.com for a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 plus $25 free. Must be 21 years or older. To place a bet, terms and conditions apply, gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're listening to the House of Cards.
5: Whoa! I think we got a show. Oh, yeah, we got a show. We definitely got a show. Oh, yeah, there's a show. Hey, it's all about ratings, baby, and we got them.
0: For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Chris Altruda from SportsHandle.com, USBets.com, and Better Collective. Now, if all things go well for Bally's, do they have a date in mind when the permanent location, well when they're going to swing open the doors and say, come on in, we're open for business?
3: So the law says that once you open the temporary casino the, the three-year clock on opening the permanent casino starts okay and obviously there's going there's going to be power like once once valley is deemed preliminary suitable by the gaming board that is when they're allowed to begin the construction work and and all like physical construction work if they can get construction permits on the side as the pro, as the application process is being vetted but once they're deemed preliminary suitable is when you get shovels in the ground and, mm-hmm. and hard hats off So you have three years from the date the temporary casino opens, which again would be second quarter 23. Okay. So which brings you to no later than second quarter 26, though I would imagine you would want to open in the fall of 25 just to avoid construction in the wintertime. Whether you can pull that off is another matter to be determined, especially because a lot of infrastructure work has to go into this. And it means multiple city departments pulling together, which could be
0: like herding cats. Yeah, right. Now, people outside of Illinois have been so preoccupied with the Bally's news that if it wasn't for your reporting, we probably wouldn't have known about another groundbreaking in Illinois, and that's for the Wind Creek property. First off, where is that property going to be located in Illinois?
3: Okay, so Wind Creek won the bid for the suburban Cook County Casino license. So technically, there are two. There will be two casinos in Cook County: the Chicago one and this one. So where Wind Creek is has broken ground is approximately thirty miles south of the city, but it's also a very short drive from the Indiana state line. We're we're talking approximately ten minutes. It's not in that northwest Indiana corridor where you travel on I ninety and I ninety four to get to Indiana and those three casinos just over the state line, but rather it's probably about an hour south in terms of driving to this location.
0: Now you mentioned about a temporary site for Bally's. Um, is Wind Creek going to have a temporary site from what I'm seeing, um, what I'm reading from you? It, it looks like they're just going to plow full steam ahead and work on their permanent site.
3: No, they they opted to, to go full steam. <laughs> Go full for the permanent venue off the bat, which good for them makes sense which makes sense for the in the sense that if they're up and running, you can work quicker towards the the maturation of your revenue goals and also, I think because the city will be deliberate in this process to be open first
4: mm-hmm.
3: can be a little bit of a bonus I, i'm not i don't know what kind of exit flight from the city to a to a suburban cook county casino you can get based on the population numbers, but at the same time, this this one has been a specific want by this community. And it was also the let, it, it fell behind in the process because it took the gaming board an extra amount of time to procure an independent fi- financial analyst, which they were required to do by state law.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And when they did that, there were also four finalists as opposed to maybe two so there had there was an extra round there was a semi essentially a semi-final round to cut it to two before Wind Creek beat out the other finalist whose name escapes me at the moment
0: once the Wind Creek property is open and running what, what can we expect from that casino i mean is this going to be just a huge property uh, there's a hotel attached to it what, what can we expect when Wind Creek property opens its doors? There will be a hotel attached to it. I think this this one is going to be
3: in two stages. I the interesting thing out of all this was that Wind Creek pre-purchased the maximum two thousand gaming positions allowed, hmm. which speaks to their confidence in in the project. The opening will have approximately fourteen hundred of those positions available. A, an overwhelming majority of them will be slot machines. The hotel. Would open in June of 2024, so you're you're talking about a two-year build, and it's to me it's interesting. I mean, one of the things that comes with this this casino, and during the bally's process, the mayor's office repeatedly harped on this point, is that the state loses 330 million in gaming revenue to Indiana annually. Mm-hmm.
4: They think the city,
3: the, the downtown casino, can re, repatriate 190 million of that. Wow! What Rim Creek can do on top of that, maybe a little more than flavor, but it's still numbers that stay in the city that generate local taxes for for suburban Cook County, the specifically Hazelcrest and Homewood, and also some state taxes, but the bulk of That repatriate money is definitely coming from the downtown casino because the expectation is the city is going to generate 200 million in city tax. The state will get 200 million in state tax. And for the city, it's something they can put towards the underfunded fire and police pensions that they desperately need.
0: You know, you can't open a casino nowadays without having a sports book. I mean, have these properties in Illinois already made deals with sports book operators to run a book on the properties or even online uh, platforms?
3: So that that's, that goes in, pro, in hand in hand with the casinos. In the case of Bally's, the expectation is they would have their, they would move they would move their re, both Bally Sportsbooks would have retail licenses. Mm -hmm. The question is, where would BallyBet's online license be? Would it stay in Quad Cities and allow Bally's in Chicago to seek out another potential online skin, Or do you move BallyBet to Chicago and then just reach a deal with someone for Quad Cities if you move it down? We don't know who, if anyone, Wind Creek has aligned itself with Mm -hmm. the... They have had a previous deal with Betfred in Pennsylvania. I don't know if there is multi state access in that deal. Mm-hmm. Waukegan, which is approximately 40 miles north of the city and close to the Wisconsin border, the Full House Resorts has already reached a deal with Circa, which was kind of surprising because Circa has opted to be both their retail and online sports book. Wow. We, we were not expecting Circa to, to make a jump into. Another retail market. But after talking to Derek Stevens, he explained what they saw with Full House Resorts. And it made sense as he explained it, because when Full House Resorts made its pitch to the gaming board, they are seeking a high end clientele. They have various properties across the South. They believe they can migrate that client list to Wikegan based on what they're what they hope to provide in terms of a casino in ter- with with tables and, and presents and there's going to be a helipad i mean that, wow. that to me <laughs> okay. what, what, that when you said when they said <laughs> helipad during the presentation like, like you it know, almost like rewind it during the level like, really a helipad? Okay. <laughs> kind, kind of thing the casino in williamson county which is also going right to a permanent venue because they felt that construction during the winter just would be pointless for a temporary venue into a permanent one. They have not announced a deal yet, but it is a group that had elite casinos in Iowa as their sportsbook Mm -hmm. provider, so it would not be surprising to see them. One we don't know much about yet is Danville, which is right now the furthest in terms of progress because they had an applicant fall through in terms of approval by the IGB. So Golden Nugget came on board to move with that casino, but we don't know much about about that process yet.
0: Stick around. We'll be right back with House of Cards. unlock your best self with the life hack pack from more labs the life hack pack contains two bottles of morning recovery two bottles of Dreamwell, and two bottles of liquid focus the life hack pack is specially designed to help you live your life not just better but smarter Morning recovery is designed to be taken while drinking or up to an hour after your last drink. Dreamwell is designed to be taken 30 minutes before you're ready to fall asleep. And Liquid Focus is designed to be taken 30 minutes before you have to lock in and get stuff done. Supercharge your productivity at home or work with the Life Hack Pack for more labs. With some of the best promotions and offers in the sports betting market, PointsBet simply stands out. PointsBet is the only U.S. online bookmaker to offer points betting, where every yard, every point, every goal, even every play matters. Same-game parlays, good karma payouts, early payouts, and exclusive game day promotions and guarantees for all sports. PointsBet offers more bet types than any other bookmaker in the world, offering a unique set of markets that aren't available anywhere else. And now PointsBet is offering one of the best sign-up offers in the sports betting market today. New customers signing up with code BET21 receive two risk-free bets up to $2,000. Get up to $500 back if your first fixed odds bet loses, and up to $1,500 if your first points betting bet loses. That's code BET21 for two risk-free bets up to $2,000 at PointsBet. PointsBet, it pays to be fast. Must be 21 years or older and in New Jersey to place a bet. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
5: Some surprises are good, some surprises are life-changing, and some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyer's Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems, like your heating, cooling, and water heater. And appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use. Because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace. With 210, as little as $85. Water heater breakdown, nearly $1,800. With 210, as little as $85. AC breakdown, $2,500. With 210, as little as $85.
2: I enjoy knowing that any issues I may have with my
5: home will be taken care of. Everything was handled professionally.
2: The response and service is always timely and professional.
5: No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800-580-7703. 800-580-7703. That's 800-580-7703. Call now to get two months free.
0: Having a rough morning after a long night out? Stayed at the party a little too long and you have work the next day? Well, we've all been there. That's why there's Morning Recovery. Morning Recovery is the flagship product of Labs, and it's scientifically engineered to outsmart rough mornings. Their patent-pending formula has been designed to boost your body's natural response to alcohol, rehydrate, and restore your body's vital nutrients. What's that all mean? It means Morning Recovery helps you feel better after drinking. Take one full bottle right before your first drink, between drinks, or up to one hour after your last drink. Go get some rest and wake up feeling like a million bucks. It's that simple. And we've got a special offer for you. Use promo code Radio15 at MoreLabs.com and get 15% off of your first purchase of Morning Recovery or any of their other great products. That's Radio15 at MoreLabs.com to take advantage of this great promo of 15% off of your first purchase. Morning recovery from More Labs, so you can work hard, play hard, and live life without compromise. Hey, this is Dave Weishottle from House of Cards with your House of Cards gaming report for the week of June 20th, 2022. The Maryland gaming industry had its second best month ever in terms of revenue. In the month of May, Maryland's six casinos generated almost $179 million in revenue. The amount is second only to the month of July in 2020 when Maryland's gaming industry generated over $180 million. As a result, the casinos generated over $73 million in tax revenue for the state. If you're traveling to Las Vegas for the Fourth of July holiday, expect to pay more for your hotel room. According to a report from the Las Vegas Review-Journal, the average price of a hotel room in the city that weekend is $201.92, a 60% increase from last year. There are still some deals out there because out of 83 properties surveyed, 9 had room rates below $100. The lowest room rate found by the survey was $48 at the Days Inn Wild Wild West property. And finally, the World Poker Tour and Win Las Vegas are making some poker history. From December 12th to the 20th, the WPT Championship will have a guaranteed $15 million main event. That's the biggest guaranteed prize pool for a live poker tournament in history. Players could either pay the $10,400 entry fee or win a seat by playing online at Club WPT. I think I'll give online a shot first. Have any news or tips regarding casinos, gaming, or legislation? Send us an email at newsroom@houseofcardsradio.com and, and follow us on Twitter at HOC Radio. The Hassle of Cards Gaming Report is brought to you by Fubo Sportsbook. Get in the game with Fubo Sportsbook. And now new customers get a risk-free bet up to $1,000 plus a free month of Fubo TV when you sign up at FuboSportsbook.com with promo code WATCH, W-A-T-C-H. That's promo code WATCH when you sign up to get your first risk-free bet up to $1,000 at Fubo Sportsbook plus a free month of Fubo TV. Sign up, then sync up to enjoy one of the most unique and personalized sports experiences in the market today. Watch, wager, and win with Fubo Sportsbook. You're listening to House of Cards. Where was the house? Where was the house of cards? Welcome back to House of Cards. Dave Weishato with you. For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Chris Altruda from SportsHandle.com, USBets.com, and Better Collective. You know, speaking of sports betting, it's been a huge couple of months for Illinois sports betting. A lot of the national media focuses on New York. But give us a sense of how big the numbers have been in Illinois, especially in parlay betting, because you, you did some really excellent reporting on that.
3: So Illinois is is finally finding itself as this top three or top four market, depending mm-hmm. on the month, depending on what's going on in terms of sports. They beat out Nevada for... Third in April, they with eight with almost 840 million. They were they had 970 million in March, almost a third of which came from the NCAA tournament. And I also want to give the IGB kudos for the fact they actually put the women's tournament breakout in mm-hmm. their numbers, which was kind of nice. Wow, good. But the parlay betting in this state boggles my mind. <laughs> there's, there's really there's really no other way to do it. And, and I get it. I, I you know I I also partake in it. Sure, I, I will do. I will do an occasional single game parlay, and to me, the single game parlay is in a way fun. You're ma- you're essentially making a science experiment out of ten yeah. different things that can happen. At the same time, you're doing you're, you're turning that that betting ticket often into a lottery ticket,
4: mm-hmm. yeah. which
3: is why you get these holds that are just beyond. For example, th- this past month in April. The hold was nineteen point nine percent. In wow. March, it was fifteen point eight percent. In November, which is when the books crushed the public nationwide, it was twenty six point six percent. So you you understand you're not going to stop people from doing it. They're going to do it and and credits of Fandle. They have they they have marketed a single game parlay better than any operator out there. Yeah. And it, they get a substantial amount of income. From parlays in general, the the gaming board here does not break it out by single and and regular parlays, but it is now at this point where FanDuel generates more than half its income from parlay revenue in Illinois.
0: I was reading your reporting <laughs> on that and about the parlay betting in Illinois. I was like, oh, my God, that's amazing. Then you threw that line in, well, New Jersey's not much better. I was like, oh, God, okay, I'm, I'm part of the problem. Right. <laughs> but, if, but, <laughs> but, but, but looking at these national numbers, I mean, they've been amazing for the first quarter of 2022. I mean, now, put this in perspective for us as a person who reports on the sports betting industry. I, I mean, how great were the numbers for the first quarter of 2022?
3: It was unprecedented. It, it, it really was unprecedented. It was twenty-seven billion dollars in total handle nationwide. Mm-hmm. You, I mean, January you came close to ten billion. You were at nine point eight. February you ha- you have the three less days, so it backslides, but what was still close to eight billion. And then you had the NCAA tournament in March, and you got back above nine. So, if Sept- September likely won't provide the first ten billion dollar handle, only because there's three weeks of NFL action. Mm-hmm. But October has five weekends, so you're going to get that. So I think October will be the first month you see a $10 billion handle. I mean, I could be wrong, and people could, you know, tune in to the NFL in, in droves like they did last year. Because, again, the NFL now has a chance to refine, and, and, and its partners have a chance to refine their advertising in year two of being official partners. And the NFL drove handle yeah. hard last year which is why you saw this explosive growth in the final four months of last year there was a point in before the pandemic where where we all like talk starry-eyed about a five billion dollar monthly handle and then you and then you look at the last four months of 2021 september five and a half billion Mm -hmm. october seven and a half billion november seven point four billion december seven point three billion then new york comes online and new york new york's use the number rightfully so because of it's now yeah. mobile presence. And now you're talking 9 billion, 8 billion, 9 billion. And even in April with Arizona still out there and but you can assume a minimum of 400 million handle even with the backslide of April, mm-hmm. and you're still gonna be near seven and a half billion for April. So by that point, now you're, you're almost at $35 billion for, for the first four months of the year.
0: Well, you just mentioned two states I want to ask you about. I, first, you, you talked about driving handle. Are these national numbers reflecting how big of an impact New York had on sports betting industry when they launched in January? Is, is what we're seeing is New York's fingerprints all over these numbers? Yes.
3: Oh, absolutely. It's, we're at the point now, even, even as a live number right now, New York's overall handle accounts for 21% of the national handle,
4: mm-hmm.
3: as in live, as in right this second. When you, you look at January, it was, you look at wait, we go. January's handle was 17%, February's handle 19%, March's handle 17%, April's handle 20%. Again, that's without Arizona, but mm-hmm. you're seeing them contribute consistently one sixth of the national handle. Mm-hmm. So, yes, their fingerprints are all over it.
0: You mentioned Arizona, too. The, the one surprising thing when I looked at Arizona's numbers, I, I saw in March that Arizona broke a state record. But th- the one thing that shocked me was 99% of those bets were made online. I, that is an amazing stat. I, I always thought New York and New Jersey had high levels of online betting because, you know what, we're, we're cold-weather states. You know We don't want to leave the house in January or February. But I'm surprised that Arizona had this high of an online betting market. Yeah, is online betting really driving? these numbers as well.
3: In the case of Arizona, it's more of a numbers game because sure. there's only two retail sports books available. So, but you have remote registration, which is why you get the ninety nine percent handle. Mm-hmm. New York, you have the four commercial casinos. So, but even so, there you you get this same lopsided percentage. You're at the point where it's let me let me do May as a quick example. It's yeah, it's ninety nine and a half percent for May. Yeah. So you if you if you have a large number of operators and a small amount of retail books you will get that online percentage inching above 95 inching above 95 to 96 to 97 to 98 to 99 that's not it's not surprising mm-hmm. especially in the case of Arizona with only two retail locations at this point
0: in, in terms of handle what, what are the top states right now
3: Top states, it goes It goes New York and New Jersey one and two.
4: Okay.
3: Illinois and Nevada are now a little closer in terms of fighting for mm-hmm. third, which is interesting because I'm somewhat convinced that Illinois will be the fourth state to crack a billion come October with that five weekends. Mm-hmm. So you have that. Colorado and Arizona are also markets that are in the top ten. Indiana stubbornly refuses to leave the top ten. <laughs> Which is, which is you know the, very the, interesting. The the, the 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 Gonzaga of sports betting Yeah, <laughs> yeah <the> Indiana <laughs> at this point. Yeah, you know, they they you know they pull they obviously you get you get the spring and summer swoon with baseball and not mm-hmm. much going on there. But sure. still real estate that popped five hundred million in January. You get Tennessee a little bit. They, they hover just outside the top ten. Michigan is in the top ten. Iowa kind of hovers around 11 and 12. Louisiana is the one that I'm curious to see come a full football season. They're another one hanging just outside the top 10. They're cracking 200 million consistently. Now that they have mobile, you're getting 230, 210. So whether or not a full college football season with LSU, a a full pro season with New Orleans, what kind of impact that has and whether or not it drives it higher to maybe 250 or 260, virginia is another market that does well it constantly hovers around 400 million per month mm-hmm. so there, are there's no lack of numbers pretty much and one last wild card for this year will be if maryland ever launches mobile which <laughs> yeah. as someone on twitter pointed out they have essentially over-legislated themselves in a corner yeah because they're being too deliberate and Apparently, the governor sent a letter to the gaming commission there asking to speed up the process. Next year, you get Ohio, which you know rounds out the Rust Belt and will have this super launch on January 1st if things continue to go according to plan. And it will be similar to Michigan, but it will also be on a much grander scale based on the amount of licenses they, they project to offer
0: they could be an instant top 10 entry. Well, speaking of sports betting operators, one of the more well-known people in the sports betting industry said some interesting things recently. Uh, Jason Robbins from DraftKings had some interesting things to say about sharps, parlays, and holds. That has the sports industry uh, industry buzzing to make saying it nicely. First off, what were his comments regarding sharps and the sports betting industry in general?
3: I think... Most of what Jason, I think, was trying to point out is that it appears he wants DraftKings to run as a well-oiled sports betting business,
4: mm-hmm.
3: more than a sports book. Which means you have you you do it. You, it you're a private company. You, you have, except in like Oregon and sure. um, New Hampshire, where they're they're run by the state lottery, so you can't turn away anyone. But he wants he wants it to be a business that maximizes profits, and and it's understandable that that's yeah, part absolutely. of what business is all about. So you limit so you limit the sharps, which kind of is a disservice in some respects because there are casual bettors who follow them. Yeah, yeah. and all of a sudden now, now maybe you're potentially limiting your market there. The issue I had was publicly coming out and saying you're going to target the single game parlay as part of your revenue generating business model. And and I know part of that, you know, it's, it's, it's the ugly truth being said, because the parlay margins are substantially higher than the overall win margins. Mm -hmm. I just found it to be poor form to publicly promote an adversarial position against the betting public. I don't I just I just didn't like it, and and I and again I get it. You're you're <laughs> in this business to make money. You're not you're not sitting here hoping that you're going to have a five percent hold when you have an opportunity to go above the industry standard of seven percent. In fact, the only sportsbook I know that publicly says they are a low hold, high handle mo- model is Circa,
4: mm-hmm.
3: and they don't they don't turn away high high ga- high limit handle. They don't turn away high bet customers. But I just didn't like that. He he came right out and turned it against the. Pu- he he just came out and said it in a way that just didn't sit well with me in terms of making the public, most of whom do this for fun. Sure, sure. Now, now that you know, we uh, people like us take it a little more seriously, but uh, by and large, you have a, a large market segment who are doing these things for fun, and now you're taking that fun away from them, and whether or not yeah. they. You're scaring. You're, you're driving them off. Remains to be seen, but it's just something that just does, it doesn't look good from a, from an optics standpoint. Yeah, I yeah. think is what I'm trying to say. I'm I, I just was not a fan of the way he presented it. I,
0: I was asked that last week, and I uh, I said I think he said the quiet part out loud. So uh, right, that, that's that's actually a better way of describing. Yeah, it. I mean I mean look, if you put any. Executive of a sports book or a sports book operator in a room and say, you know, you're off the record and I promise not to reveal your name. They're probably going to agree with everything Robin said. Right. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, the the one thing I guess concerned a lot of people, especially you know, I'm sure you talk to a lot of sharp bettors as well. I mean, you know, I've gotten a lot of horror stories and from pro betters saying they, you know, sports book put limits on them or if they wanted to bet a certain game for a certain amount of money, they were told to bet at a different odds that were posted. I mean, right. if you're a sharp better, do you have concern what was said or? are they realizing you know what it happens it's part of the business i just have to roll with it
3: well then it becomes an issue of of access of who you want to bet with yeah you know if, if you're if you are sharp and you're in a state that i mean granted there are very not, there are very few states now that have less than a substantial amount of options but again for for argument's sake if you're in new hampshire and you're you're doing well you only have drafting mhm you and you, you can't go to Massachusetts. You can go to Connecticut, where you have DraftKings, FanDuel, or at rivers yeah. You only have three options. So, I again, I I just don't like publicly driving off betters, whether they're recreational, whether they're sharp.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And I think the other thing was the, and and this came to light in Colorado with with the Barstool incident and. I forget the person who did it, but he's part of the v- v- SIN, And that back and forth was troubling yeah, yeah, in some respects, in terms of what what he alleges the sports book did. Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no reason to doubt him. At the same time, the, ga- the Colorado Gaming Commission came back on the side of Barstool, which does raise the question of, you know, is it, is it impartial? Or are you industry? F- there's a difference between industry friendly and impartiality and whether or not yeah that crossed the line. So it's it's something again that, that sharp bettors are going to look at and they, they are going they, they have every right to wonder whether or not they're valued customers because at the end of the day they're, they're as much a customer as as you are as I am and as the person placing their first bet.
0: Okay, hold that thought. We're gonna take a quick break. See you on the other side. Get on over to usbets.com. That's U-S-B-E-T-S
5: dot Some surprises are good, some surprises are life-changing, and some surprises can be financially devastating. That's why you need 210 Home Buyers Warranty. 210 Home Buyers Warranty covers critical systems like your heating, cooling and water heater, and appliances like your fridge from breakdowns caused by routine use. Because something will break down right when you need it most. A refrigerator breakdown can cost over $1,200 to replace. With 210, as little as $85. Water heater breakdown, nearly $1,800. With 210, as little as $85. AC breakdown, $2,500 $2,500 with 210 as little as $85.
2: I enjoy knowing that any issues I may
5: have with my home will be taken care of. Everything was handled professionally.
2: The
4: response and service is
2: always timely and professional.
5: No matter the age of your home or appliances, a home warranty service agreement from 210 Home Buyers Warranty can help reduce your financial stress. Call 800 580 7703. That's 800 580 7703. Call now to get two months free. You're listening to the House of Cards. Why, you
0: cheap crook, stealing a baby's bank.
2: It's only a lend-lease. I figured a bet on the 50-to-1 shot and double the baby's money. Why, you imbecile. Why don't you pick a 100-to-1 shot and triple it?
4: Oh, Okay. (laughs)
0: For those of you just joining us, I am talking with Chris Altruda from SportsHandle.com, USBets.com, and Better Collective. Chris, we're a little short on time, but I certainly want to get your opinion on a pretty important golf tournament that happened recently, and that is the 1st Saudi back tournament that Phil Mickelson and Dustin Johnson, formerly of the PGA Tour, took part. in. from your conversations with people, was this a big success? Did people watch it considering the bad press it's been receiving over the last couple of weeks?
3: I don't think a lot of people watch it only because I didn't know where it was. <laughs> it, it, it was I, I believe it was on YouTube. I believe it was on Facebook. Yeah. Again, yeah. if, if, you're sh- if you're introducing your product by only streaming, it's a lot harder to move the needle with the general sports public. In terms of wagering, I'm not exactly sure how it will play out. We'll have to look at that when June numbers are released. Mm-hmm. But I, it, it's hard to determine. I mean, it's, it's very it, – it's a very polarizing tournament, obviously, because sure. one of one of the backers of the tournament, whether or not it's a continuation of sports washing that is prevalent in that part of the country. I mean, it, it's not exclusive to the Saudi to to live when you look at the fact that the World Cup is being held in Qatar in six months. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're not on an island by themselves. And it's you, you have a polarized public in general, and this is just another small factor in it, I don't know how much the money will weigh on luring people over. I think if there's one market that they can exploit, it's the group of golfers who will be over the age of 40 before entering the Champions Tour, although no one knows if the Champions Tour will relent and let them back in, because that's also run by the PGA, that you have this ten, you you all of a sudden now have this window where it's far more lucrative than you would say grinding it out on the PGA tour where maybe you're finishing in the top 30 and top 35 every week where now you can go to this tournament yeah even finish last play one less round and still come home with $125,000 a tournament even if there are only 8 to 10 tournaments a year you're you you've cleared a million you've cleared a million in gross minus whatever your your expenses are as an independent contractor, because that's what the golfers are. So it's it creates a lot of decision making. I thought John Rahm was very eloquent yesterday in explaining why he's going to stay on the PGA tour but while also recognizing the financial realities of it. But he also brought up a very good point specific to him. It's he said yes, it's a lot of money, but it's also not money that's going to change his current lifestyle, mm-hmm. which made it a non-starter for him plus his love of history of the pga tour and i think each golfer has to weigh that on their own and as you get if you get more bigger names closer to the prime i mean the interesting parallel to this if anything is major league soccer in its early days yeah when they had to find talent that people could recognize right away so you you found these aging european superstars who would come over for this one paycheck, they, they they loved the money. They also loved playing in relative anonymity, and, and walking around cities outside of game days without being mobbed. So I think that's that's some of it as well. But I don't know how much traction this is going to get until mm-hmm. you see an event on television,
4: mm-hmm.
3: or whether Dustin Johnson went. Just I mean, Carl Schwartzel not not a, not an unknown name, but. You need Dustin Johnson to win one of these events. You need Lee Westwood to win one of these events. And then you build the rivalry, you build the rivalry, you get eyeballs, you get eyeballs, you get attention, you get attention, you get wagering.
4: So...
0: You know, you know a couple of weeks ago I interviewed Alan Shipnook on his new book about Phil Mickelson and who he, he Alan was in the news last weekend, he got thrown out of the uh, press conference. So uh, I think we might have the
4: Greg Norman Norman mean launched it. Yeah, oh yeah. god, I, we
0: we may have to have Alan back <laughs> on this week. I, and one of the things he uh, Mickelson told Shipnook was he joined the Solid Golf League because he wants to force the PGA Tour to make some changes. Do you think the PGA Tour will change because of this new league? I,
3: I, I think the changes that Phil reports to want, I think, are things that don't affect the public on an everyday basis. Now they may be important to to the PGA Tour golfers themselves, and I don't. And I'm and Phil has been around long enough that he knows these issues probably backwards and forwards. So, I think there is a stamp of legitimacy to it. But I also don't think it's something where the PGA tour has ruled it with such an ironclad, with such an iron fist that it's not approachable by the players. Mm -hmm. Now that may, and and it may come to the newer technologies such as the NFTs and whether or not that actually survives, should there be an economic recession is an argument for another day. But I don't ever recall the PGA being so ham-fisted and so authoritarian on the tour where players have, would need to have an open revolt to get the changes they want. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe Phil is different because Phil has made more money than God while on the PGA yeah. Tour. But I don't, I don't see the imperative of it mm-hmm. when it can be done behind the scenes and everyone remains, by and large, happy.
0: I, I want to ask you in terms of betting were people in the u.s able to bet on this tournament i can tell you in new jersey i couldn't find one book that w- listed or put numbers up on it
3: in in some states in he, in illinois it was okay it, it depends it depended on some of the state regulations i asked the illinois gaming board about this and they said that because it was a professional golf tour it was for the books to decide if they wanted to offer markets on it and in illinois Pretty much everyone did. Oh, okay. I only looked at it earlier in the week, and points that was one of the first I saw to have markets, and then more more books came on, leading closer to closer to the first round tea time. So a lot of it depends on the state regulations and and whether or not they have to approach the regulatory agency and say, hey, can we do this, or it's you can do this as you know if you want. So whether or not that extra layer that ma- could have mattered on a state-by-state basis.
0: Chris, we're running out of time, but can you give out a website where people can read your articles and give out your social media address so people can follow what you're up to? Sure. The two big websites
3: that Better Collective runs that I write for are SportsHandle.com and USBets.com. SportsHandle is more for sports betting news, and USBets is more for casino news, my Twitter handle is altruda73, A-L-T-R-U-D-A, the number 73. It is an absolute mess of state-by-state revenue numbers, so if you see about 40 straight <laughs> tweets of different states and and figures as opposed to actual words, don't be alarmed. It's just what I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Chris Altruda from usbets.com, Sports Handle, and Better Collective, thanks so much for coming on. As always, you have the latest in what's going on in the gambling mm-hmm. world around the country Come back soon. I know Illinois is certainly going to have some interesting gambling stories coming out because they always do. So uh, thanks for your time. Yeah.
3: Dave, always a pleasure, and thanks for having me
0: on again. Stick around. We'll be right back with more House of Cards. Well, that'll do it for us this week. We'll talk to you later on House of Cards.